Welcome to Boss's BS, a podcast dedicated to calling bullshit on stigmas that hold us in darkness. Um, the whole scare culture holds us back from so much. So I dedicate this podcast to shedding light on all those people and all the things that everyone has overcome um, and ever had to deal with. So that way everyone can relate. Um, we are all individuals, but as individuals, we go through things very similar to one another. And for today's topic specifically, I'm going to talk about confidence. I'm going to talk about confidence in life in general. I'm going to talk about confidence within um, the swinger lifestyle. I Most of my podcasts are based off of real life experiences. It's based off of things that people ask me about. Um, I the best way that I can help my community is by answering the questions that they ask most. So one of the ones in and out day to day that I constantly get is, Michelle, how do you have so much confidence? Truth is, I don't always. And I didn't always. I used to struggle really, really bad. Like so many, so many women do. And it's a shame. It's a shame because of the society that we live in and the culture that we live in and the things that we feel like we have to keep up with. When in all reality, it's totally fake. It's it's not something that you have to keep up with. There's There's not a beauty standard for us. And whatever has been done in our culture and in our society that has made us think that, we've got to overcome it. We've got to be the influencers, the, the people out here with the following. We've got to be setting the bar different. We've got to show up real. We, we have to show up with the flaws. I feel like that's almost our, our duty, you know, our duty as anyone who gets any kind of following and that's ever had to deal with hate culture and body shame, age shame, sex shame, anything that anybody wants to shame us for, it is our due diligence to show up real at the same time. And I, and I, and I will say I have to practice that. I have to practice what I preach because I do struggle still with that. Um, there's a couple girls that I follow that are, that are models and they're like fucking flawless, I swear. And I'm like, well, if only my waist was smaller, I would look like that. And this is the, the, the fucked up part because there is truth behind that, right? Like there's some what truth behind that, you know, because right now it, it's like our society goes through phases, the, the mass majority, mass majority, right? They go through, go through phases of what's good and what's not good and what's approved and what's not approved. And, um, you know, the, in the eighties, when I was growing up, it was the whole Baywatch thing, you know, sexy was just coming out, but it was still the skinny sexy. And now we've gotten into this more body positive world where curvy is sexy. And, but yet there's still this like skinny curvy, right? <laughs> you have these different 
which to me is fucking crazy that we have just these different, these such these different body types of what we think that we have to look like. You know, you've got the athletic, you've got the curvy, you've got the ones with the small stomachs and the fat asses, or you've got your, your BBWs, which that's kind of where I want to shine some light on right now. Um, it is the culture towards our bigger women, our beautiful women, our women that, that have had their own struggles for whatever reason. And, but now it's, it's being more accepted, which is like such a shy, a sigh of relief that culture is starting to accept people for their natural bodies, which is, you say that out loud and it's, it's like really we've we've gotten to this type of culture that it has to be accepted for us to be in our natural bodies and you know i've had breast augmentation done i'm thinking about getting lipo 360 done whatever makes you happy is all that fucking matters whatever makes you happy is all that matters but here's where you have to make sure that you draw the line after having that surgery if you if you're fortunate enough to be able to afford something like that is that truly going to make you happy or is it going to go back to something else and that's where i struggle too because like once i get this done is that going to be it or is it going to be something else so this is where you have to make sure that you're digging deep within yourself and making sure that you're loving yourself first and i highly, highly suggest that you become sexy and confident in your own skin before you surgically alter it. Now, going circling back to the original one of, of me not always being confident. Um, gosh. I don't even know where it happened or where I lost it. I was a very confident young woman as a teenager. Um, very wild and promiscuous and things like that. And then I met a man at 19, 20 years old. And for the next 17 years, I don't know who I was. Um, that's, that's a different story, right? I've, I've kind of went into that story and, and other things, but then I met Tony and so many things that I was self-conscious about, he adored about me. And then he also opened up my eyes to it's okay for couples to watch porn together. And when we, when we did that, we started expressing that and, and I, it was always amateur stuff. Um, you start to realize that what you hold is actually very natural and sexy and all the different shades of a vulva um, are beautiful. They, and, and, and the, and like, I was always self-conscious about this, like extra part of my labia that I had. And, and that's in another podcast too, because I was considering getting it chopped off. Um, but then after seeing this, seeing so many different shades and shapes of women started to bring out my confidence. And then of course there is the validation that came from once we got into it. And I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say this. I'm going to put this out there. There was some validation that happened during the times of 
myself being self-conscious about whatever and somebody some other person that I don't even know through the internet but as a paying fan has told me not to worry about that so I think that's part of where some of this gets to be pretty important um for even OnlyFans girls or amateur porn girls to help preach and teach too and that's where my um, podcast here is going to hopefully help develop this. Um, I want to have several of the girls that I know very well that I've worked closely with come on here and and find out where their darkness was. What kind of confidence issues did they have? I mean, because I know we all have them. We all continue to have them. You know, I have been working out really hard right now and I've been eating more and taking creatine and yes i did grow two inches around my glutes (laughs) but my gut also grew too so and at almost 42 it's a balancing act right because then you have your kids and you have sports and like trying to figure it all the fuck out is really hard and this is where i want women to start giving themselves a little bit more of a break it's we're so hard on ourselves because we know we can fucking do it, right? I, I just told Tony the other night, I was like, I could fucking do it. I could do it all without you. But do I really want to? No, because it's fucking hard. But once you grow inside in confidence, it helps lessen and lighten the load of everything else. Now, I wanted to talk about some of the things that helps, I feel, through pleasure to help grow confidence. And right now I am working on a 21-day guide to lighting your confidence on fire through pleasure. And yes, it says a 21-day guide, but really it's a lifestyle change. Um, we we hit on several different points. Um of self-reflection because I feel like it's just all inside. I'm not a trauma expert, but I feel that you, if you connect with your body enough, easy enough, it should be not easy. (laughs) Let me correct myself. But if you connect with yourself enough and you give yourself enough grace, you can grow and you can do tremendous Thanks. I mean, because I literally, with Tony, changed my own subconscious beliefs with some issues that I had, body images, the issues that I had with myself. Um, Because I always had thick thighs growing up. But now he's like, you know, you can't get enough of it. And being in the industry and, and being a bisexual woman, too, I like larger women. I like the, the, the bellies and, the thighs and the bounce and the ass, like, you know, just, just it's, it's so, so yummy. But I think where we get lost with this, with this, where we need to heal is we need to cherish ourselves for it. So like, if you're an unhealthy fat, that's one thing. Like if you're not nourishing yourself and you're constantly drinking Cokes and eating fast food and, or just not eating, you know, that's going to, 
take away from your body as a whole is what you're supposed to be as a human. So, of course, it's going to eat at your consciousness, right? So, um, through the pleasure guide, we work with negative self-talk. All the different voices that come in your head. Um, you know, I have such a big belly. My face looks old. My cheeks aren't plump enough. Um, my lips aren't big enough. Um, I've got cellulite. Uh, just, just, just all these like negative things. It, it, and I know it because I, I even went through it last night. My thing is, is never being enough. I, and that's something that I have to work through myself because I feel like I fail myself. And maybe that's because I never felt like I ever made my parents happy. Who knows where that comes from? And this is where the self-reflection comes in. And unless you're going to go with a trauma coach, which I know a lot of them, and if that is something that you're interested in, please reach out to me. I know one lady who is freaking phenomenal that she could, she's, she's amazing. And, you know, sometimes the trauma is, is so deep that you have to go deeper. So this, this guide is very surface level, but I do believe that if you put in the efforts that you will be able to do some life changing things. So, um, I know a lot of, I just said that you're not enough or you don't feel like you deserve things, um, deserve pleasure. Uh, I was at a girl's Christmas party a couple weekends ago and one of my very prude old friends were not really friends anymore. Um, I invited her to come on the podcast. However, she respectfully declined. Um, she didn't even know that you could have a full body orgasm. And reflecting back for a very long time, I didn't know that you could either. Uh, and not and going through life, not experiencing that type of stuff, to me, you're doing yourself a disservice by not having more of an open mind to all the possibilities that the world out there limits your well-being so much. Now, she knows that we're swingers and in the lifestyle, and she's been approached by other couples with her and her husband and I don't know the whole story with it and maybe it left a, a bad taste in her mouth or whatever but not everybody it's it, this is also blew their mind when I brought this up it's like swinging isn't just partners fucking partners <laughs> that's not what it is um and it, my point here is it's the lack of education the lack of reach that we have to the conservative America people. You know, this is not really a big issue out West or East or even in the South, but here in the Midwest, in Indiana, it's a huge issue. And this is where my passion comes in to play. I, you don't, if you wanna light up your sex life, solo or with your partner, if you have a partner, Opening up your life to even just the realms of the different levels of things that can happen within the lifestyle, within ethical monogamy is endless. 
you know, I, we've mentored, Tony and I have mentored a couple couples and our big thing is right now is we want them to come to a swingers club with us and purely for observation purposes, nothing else. Because one of the big major things <laughs> that a lot of people hold back on for going to a place like that or even expressing themselves remotely close to that is their size. And it's the women. The women hold back because they f- they're super self-conscious. So my personal friend that we have mentored here at home in this in this very room, um, she is afraid to experience stuff because she's she's afraid of her size. And she tells me that she feels like she's disgusting and, you know, she's tried to take sexy pictures and it just doesn't turn out. And like, it breaks my heart because no one should feel like this. You shouldn't deprive yourself of things because you don't feel a certain way. So let's change that. Let's change the way you feel. Let's get you exposed to it. Because another person reached out to me and a complete stranger on the internet and said, do bigger women go to swingers clubs? I was like, hell fucking yes, they do. I was like, there's a whole thing for BBWs, big, beautiful women. Like, people eat that shit up. Some of my <laughs> TikToks and, and reels and Instagrams have been with very, like, bigger girls and like, I'm not, I don't consider myself a BBW, but they, um, people go crazy over them, fucking crazy over them. So yes, like this is where it's such a negative thing that our culture puts on, right? Our culture says you have to look a certain way to, for males to like you, right? You have to be this beautiful woman. Um, with long hair and curves, you know, whatever. But, and and I even still think this too. Like when I do my video calls, I'm like, no, I'm not ready. I don't have any makeup on, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, no, I want to see you in your natural. I did a video call this morning and right after my workout, literally still with sweat dripping. They don't care. They like real women. It's, you know, where they say that you just want to wear a t-shirt and panties to bed. Like, to me, or to my husband, to Tony, that's one of the sexiest things I could wear is a, is a t-shirt and panties. <laughs> and so whoever put this beauty standard out there that caused this blockage in our brain, it needs to be called bullshit on. <laughs> big time. Big time. Because... There's no reason that everyone shouldn't experience lots and lots of pleasure and fun just because you feel your way, feel a way about yourself because of something that someone else has told you at some point in your life. Whether it, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a person, but maybe you heard it on the media somewhere. Um, and then going back to the guide, we walk through different things. Day one is meditation. It's super fucking hard to do. I don't expect you to do it for a long time, but this is meditation where you're 
worshiping and blessing your body and your pussy and and everything about you is glorious and you get and you just get into a mindset with your body a connection with your body um i've even done some demonstrations where you're not people think that you have to sit here kind of like this whatever get on a yoga ball and rotate your hips feel that ball underneath your pussy and get centered you know i don't want to get too woo-woo-y i want to keep this uh very conservative ish to where conservative can relate i don't want to get into the whole sacral things um kind of want to, i want to keep it in layman's terms for everyone so you get on the yoga ball you rotate your hips, you grind back and forth this way, you feel the arousal from down here, and then that lessens the pressure up here. So you can start getting the fuck out of your head and enjoy yourself for a little bit. Get into a mindset of connecting with your body and how sexy your body is. So that is day one. So it's a huge fucking day. I go into more detail about it. Um, I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to work it because I may do long-term coaching with it as well, um, or even short-term. Let me know in the comments if which direction that you might want to go with it. Uh, plus, we will also be doing a retreat. Uh, no dates yet. I don't know who all is going to be there yet, but we will be doing a pleasure pussy retreat where we all connect. Um with one another, even if there are bi-curious women, there is going to be a session for testing out your curiosity. Uh, I think that that is, it, it would be something that would help a lot of people too. I thought about also doing a squirt session, um, but anyways, I digress. Let me get back on track. Day two is nourishing yourself, feeding yourself. We need to make sure that we are putting good things in our body in order to get good things out. Taking care of yourself is, is hugely important, okay? I'm not going to go into too much detail with that. But then sexual powers. This is one thing that I feel a lot of women need to dive into a lot more is uh, a lot of us will get up in the morning, we'll be super horny. We'll get a toy out, we'll orgasm real quick, and then we're set for the day, right? But what are some of the things that you put in your mind to help you orgasm? Have you ever tested the taboo limits? What is taboo to you? Because taboo typically turns you on. Nothing too crazy, you know, it goes within levels of your own of your own comfortability. Uh, but right now, Tony and I are huge into hot wifing and he had, I could see on my phone right now recording him sending me naughty messages because he has this huge fantasy me, fantasy of me being down here having some fun while he's upstairs. But it's all your own preference. It's all whatever works for you. You know, a lot of women start off just watching girl on girl porn and if that's your thing, that's good. That's where I started. There's a, I still go back to it every once in a while. 
Um, I think that's where a lot of curiosity stems. You may not want to be a giver, but you want to be a receiver. There's definitely a world for that. And that also goes within swinger lifestyle, a pillow process. So <sighs> this is where I say don't. Don't just limit your beliefs based on what you think. Educate yourself. Educate yourself into all this. And then um, day four is releasing shame. It's a huge one. And a huge one here in the Midwest is the shame that correlates with your religious upbringing. Um, <clears throat> I have done a little bit of research on my own for myself. I have a few resources. If you're interested, you can comment below and let me know if you're interested in any of the resources to help you not feel so shameful like you're going to burn in hell for for what you want to do and and my friend that we're not really friends about that I was telling you about earlier in this I feel like that's why she didn't want to come on the podcast because she feels like she might burn in hell for coming on the podcast um we have to remember that the bible is an interpretation of people's stories of what happened and some of those interpretations were written long after 400 years after I could be wrong on that at that time, but just depends on the gospel. Um, after the event occurred, there's a lot of gospels that are um, left out of the Bible. When I first found out about that, I felt betrayed. Like, I have not been able to step foot back in a church once I found out how many gospels were left out of the Bible. Completely betrayed by something that I put so much faith and so much effort into. And it did help me through some very bad, dark times of my life. However, definitely betrayed. So I'm going through my own journey with that um, and with my family. But I do have a very good person or persons because now uh, they are kind of like a duo and it really shedding light on. Um, the false narratives of the Bible and the false interpretations of it and in really aligning your own interpretation with it as your truth. And I'll just, I'll shed some more insight on their information and the things. And I'm hoping that I get to work with one of them for this re retreat specifically. Um, and now this is the last day that I'm going to talk about. Uh, this is a day of giving yourself consent. Um, it's okay to give yourself pleasure. It's okay to take time for yourself. Especially, I'm, I'm speaking for moms, to pull away, even right now for me, for this podcast, because I have a kid at home, sick. You, you, feel, you feel a little guilty here and there. Um, here and there a lot truth let's 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 just let the truth be the truth there's guilt there's a lot of guilt that comes for for moms or women taking time for themselves um and giving yourself consent to be okay with whatever um being okay with give your giving yourself extended pleasure if you are one that doesn't give yourself pleasure on a regular basis then Maybe the consent starts with self-massage. Maybe the consent starts with telling yourself it's okay to 
want it, even just a little. Maybe just brush up against it a little bit and see how it makes everything feel down there. Uh, giving yourself consent to say no is another huge thing. Often we feel like we don't get to say no as much as we should. And giving yourself the power of no is huge for confidence. So these are just a few of the things that I kind of wanted to touch on that all boils down to building your confidence. Confidence isn't just looking sexy in a picture. It's being able to walk into the room like you fucking own it. And that comes from such a deep place that it, that it has to be worked on, that it has to take steps to grow and get there. So stay on my ass to get this pleasure guide finalized and between all the different things, right? Between doing the podcast and making sure that I have enough uh, content for you guys. Uh, also taking care of Tony because he's up my ass 24 <laughs> seven, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, but stay on my ass to get that finished. Comment as much as you want with all the things. I need to know all the things that you need more help with because you owe it. I owe it to you to light your fire. To light your fire so much and make it burn so much inside that refusing yourself pleasure is a no-go because pleasure and all the things that we have to do to get there will put the confidence in you as a natural glow and light. It will literally beam. And then the best thing that happens when that happens is others start seeing it and they want to know what you're doing. And then you get to help somebody else. Sometimes it's just for the mere fact of helping somebody else that I do this. You know, I'm going to finish with this real quick. Gary Vaynerchuk, I listen to him all the time. He says, what's one thing that you could do for the rest of your life? It could be something stupid, but it makes you happy. Because it's about making you happy. Then make a fucking income from it. Because it can happen. It's 2024. It can fucking happen. All right, y'all. Thank you for listening to Boss's BS. Have a blessed day. And may you bless that pussy with pleasure.